reaching Israel and the world. Baruch Hashem, beloved ones, and bless the name of the Lord. My name's Rabbi Schneider. I'm with my beautiful bride, Cynthia Marjorie. And we're continuing a series today that I've called The Law of Resistance. And honey, as you and I talked, this message is about understanding the fact that the Lord has put the powers of darkness in the earth for his sons and daughters to learn how to resist them and thereby growing strong in his strength, culminating in his glory and in his joy. I think that's the, that's the challenge before every believer is to take a hold of the light and the power of God in our everyday life so that we can continue to just crush the enemy of darkness underneath our feet with every step. Amen. And when we understand that the Lord actually purposed us to have an enemy, yeah. when we understand that the challenges that we face are actually tools that we can use to grow stronger in God's wow. light and become more victorious by His power, then it helps us to face the challenges that cause us frustration and just feel rough inside. Right. But when we understand that through resisting the forces of darkness, we actually become strong in the light of the Holy Spirit, then everything has a purpose and we won't waste our trials. Wow. Honey, why don't you just pray for us all? Yeah. We just have a few seconds. Yeah, Lord, thank you. You come today and increase in your power and your strength within us. Baruch Hashem, I'm excited about this series that we're in that I'm calling The Laws of Resistance. This is the second part in this series. I encourage you to listen to the first episode as well. I am teaching on something here that I believe can be transformative for so many of you. Once again, I'm calling this the principle or the law of resistance. I want you to consider something with me. In an electrical light bulb, inside a traditional light bulb, inside the glass, there's a positive and there's a negative pole. And in between the positive and the negative pole, there's something that's called a filament. What happens is that the energy flows through the filament, the negative is giving, the positive is receiving, but between the positive and the negative pole is a filament. What happens in a light bulb is that when the electrical current is running, the filament is restricting the amount of energy that can flow. It is resisting the electrical flow. And as that filament resists the amount of electricity that can flow to the positive pole, as that filament resists the electrical flow, listen now, heat is generated, and that heat is what creates the light inside a light bulb. The point that I'm stressing here is resistance creates heat and creates light. Think about another example here. When you think about a rocket returning from space, when a rocket has gone to the moon, for example, and now is seeking to enter back into the Earth's atmosphere, when the rocket is coming towards the Earth, it's fine temperature-wise. But once that rocket capsule hits the Earth's atmosphere, suddenly it heats up so badly that special measures have to be taken so that rock, a rocket capsule doesn't explode because of the intense heat it experiences when it hits the Earth's atmosphere. Why is that? Because there's no resistance in outer space. 
but when the rocket hits the Earth's atmosphere, it hits the molecules of resistance that surround the Earth, and hitting the Earth's atmosphere, it heats up, and again, it has to be specially built so that it won't blow up. Once again, we find that resistance has generated heat and light. Again, the rocket, free in space, no problems, but when it hits the Earth's atmosphere, all the sun, it heats up to such enormous proportions that precautions have to be built around it so that it won't blow up. Resistance, listen now, creates heat and creates light. The reason I share with you those two examples is because the same thing happens in the realm of the spirit. When we resist false light, when we resist the forces of darkness, we build up internal heat, internal light, internal power in the Holy Spirit that causes us to overcome and be conquerors for God. Think, for example, about Jesus. Jesus goes to the Jordan River, right, to be baptized by Yochanan, John the Immerser, John the Baptist. Right, the Spirit of the Lord appears above his head and the voice comes from heaven, you are my beloved son and in you I am well pleased. Immediately after that experience, the scripture tells us that, listen now, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Elohim himself led Yeshua into the wilderness where the devil came and tried to trap him, tried to seduce him, tried to tempt him by doing what? Getting him to yield, listen now, to false light. Remember, Jesus fasted for 40 days. And what did the devil say to him? The devil said at the end of the fast, cause these stones to become bread. He tried to seduce Jesus into taking authority outside of the Father's will. But notice how the devil appealed, listen now, to Jesus' desire to be fulfilled from his hunger pains. But he did it, listen now, with a false light. Jesus had to resist the devil's false light and after Jesus resisted the devil's false light, the Bible says Yeshua came out of the wilderness, get it now, in the power of the Spirit. He was led into the wilderness by the Spirit, but it was only after he resisted, remember we're talking about the law of resistance, it was only after Yeshua resisted the false light, the light that tried to fulfill Yeshua's desires through illicit means. It was only when Yeshua resisted allowing himself to try to fulfill his desires through illicit means. It was only after Yeshua had resisted the energy of the darkness that he was empowered to come out and minister. And beloved one, the same is true for you and me. We need to learn how to resist the darkness that always disguises itself as an angel of light. I want you to hear me when I say to you, you need to be aware of the energy that surrounds your soul and gain the discernment to learn how to resist that which is coming from the darkness so that you can stay in the light and not yielding to the darkness. Let me give you some examples. How many times you, 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 you have a really good day with God? I mean, you're praying, you feel really connected. The prayers that are coming from your soul, you know that they're originating from the Holy Spirit. You're confident God's going to answer those prayers because you know that the prayers that you're praying are biblical. You're praying that God would lead you into a deeper experience with them. You're praying that you'd have a deeper recognition of the Holy Spirit's presence in your life. You're just feeling really connected to the Lord. 
then you go to sleep. You wake up the next day, and all of a sudden you wake up the next day, have you ever had this experience? And you feel totally disconnected for no reason at all. You went to sleep feeling connected to God, and for no reason at all that you're aware of, you wake up the next day feeling disconnected. All of a sudden, God feels far away from you, right? It seems like He's not near. You feel discouraged, you don't know why. You feel depressed, you don't know why. You feel hopeless, you don't know why. What are you feeling? You're feeling the darkness. You're feeling, beloved ones, the darkness. What we need to do is to resist the darkness, whether the darkness comes to us in a way that's trying to falsely fulfill our desire, or whether the darkness just comes to us in the form of darkness itself. Either way, listen, we need to practice the law of resistance. So if I wake up the next day after feeling really connected to God, then I wake up the next day, God feels far away, what do I do? I have to resist feeling hopeless. I have to resist doubt. I have to resist feeling sad. I have to resist the concept that God is far away. And instead what I do is do what I always do. I do my devotional in the morning. I pray. I talk to God. Though I feel nothing, I put one foot in front of the other. I still seek to control the thoughts that I think about. I still seek to control my attitude. I still seek to show love and serve to people. Even though I feel nothing, what am I doing? I'm resisting the force of darkness that is trying to make me feel that I'm alone, separated from God. I resist that rather than yielding to it, and I keep on pressing on in the light, in the Spirit of God, doing what's right. And through resisting the darkness and continuing to do what's right, though I feel nothing, you know what happens? Our spirit is then built up. Our spiritual muscle, you could say, is built up. And when we get strong, we'll be happy. Even as Jesus resisted the force of darkness when he was in the wilderness, so too, beloved, we need to learn how to resist the negative energy of the devil. to close your eyes for a second. I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to put pictures in some of your minds as I pray right now. One of the more profound testimonies we had was a testimony that we received from a six-year-old boy. And he said, Rabbi, he said, when you told us to put our hand on our heart and on our head. You said I put my hand on my heart and my head. I saw vision. Now, what's really incredible is this same little boy came back the next night with his mother. He saw the angel. Little did we know. Ever since he was born, he has been asthmatic. Because of the asthma, he was wheezing the whole night. His breathing was in trouble. And he said that not only did he see a vision of an angel, but that he had been healed of asthma. And so this is the real Jesus that we're proclaiming, the Jesus that's the same yesterday, today, and forever, that's still making himself known with power. You see, Paul said when he came, he didn't preach the gospel in word only, but he also brought Jesus, he said, with the spirit and with power.
Is the Lord leading you to help Rabbi Schneider around the world? From teaching pastors and evangelism to large crowds in Africa, South America, the Caribbean, and more, to preaching and ministering to God's chosen people in Israel, and a dynamic television ministry, Discovering the Jewish Jesus is reaching the world for Christ. With your support, you'll help send Rabbi to deliver the truth of God's Word to people who may never hear unless you send him. Visit DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com or call 800-777-7835 to confirm your part in helping Rabbi build up believers in their faith and change lives all over the world. I just talked about resisting the darkness when you can feel that it's darkness. When you feel sad, when you feel alone, when you're tempted to be short with somebody, when you're tempted to show anger when it's not right to show anger, you have to resist that energy. You have to resist that impulse and you have to instead do what's right, not because you feel like doing what's right, because you're rather choosing to do what's right. See, God never said whosoever feels. He said whosoever will. We can't always control how we feel. Just like we can't control whether it's sunny outside or whether it's cloudy outside. We can't control that. What we can control is what we do, what we choose. So first of all, we say we need to reject and resist the negative energy, the types that I've just described, anger, lust, uh, uh, being selfish. We resist and we choose to do what's right, though we don't feel like it. But the other point that I want to make, I said I was going to shift and I'm shifting now is, and I touched on this last week, we need to resist, listen now, when the enemy, when the powers of darkness come to us, making us believe if we do what they are enticing us to do, we will somehow be fulfilled and be happy. You see, every single person is born in this world with a desire to be happy, with a desire to be fulfilled. We were born this way. You see, even as in the physical world, you think about energy, you think about electricity. There's a positive pull, right, in electricity. If you look, for example, at your car battery, if you ever had to start your car battery, you notice there was a positive pull where there was a plus on it, and there was a negative pull where there was a minus on it, and you had to connect the wires right so you didn't get a big spark and blow your battery up, right? Well, if you think about electricity, there's a positive and then there's a negative. The same truth or parallel, listen now, exists in the spiritual world and in creation. We see electricity in the physical world, but remember that which we see in the physical world is a shadow or a type of what exists in the invisible realm. In the invisible realm, there's also a positive. The positive in the invisible realm is first of all, God. He's the creator, he's the plus factor from him and through him. And to him are all things. God is the giver. In him is life. So God is the giver. He created mankind to be the receivers. That's why the church, beloved one, is called the bride of Christ. Right? We're called the bride of Christ. Why? Because we're the receivers. Father is the giver. We're the bride. We're the receivers. Yeshua is the giver. The church is the receiver doesn't have to do with sexuality. It simply has to do with the fact that God is the giver and we're the receivers. Just like on a battery, there's a positive pole that receives. There's a negative pole that outputs in the spirit world. God is the giver and we're the receivers. Human beings have been created in his own image, now listen, to receive. That's why God created us, so that we could receive him. 
because he wants to listen now, share himself with us. God is bliss. He feels so good. He's love. And his desire is to share himself with us so that we can partake of him and feel like he does. So God created us, beloved, listen now, to be, get it now, receivers. He created us to be, listen, people that desire. We have a deep need. We want to be fulfilled. We have deep desire. We have this inner longing, this pining, this great desire from the bottom of our soul to be fulfilled. We have a longing. We're the negative pole in the electrical current. What we have to do, listen now, is we have to learn how to resist trying to have our desire, our craving, fulfilled by yielding to false light. God is the true light. We have to resist trying to have this deep need we have, this deep desire. We have to resist trying to fulfill it by yielding, listen now, to false light. Isn't that how Satan deceived even the Garden of Eden, as I said last week? He appealed to her through the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. She looked at it. She th it looked good to the eyes. She thought it would be good to her taste buds. She desired it. She thought it would fulfill her. Satan appealed to her pride. She thought it would make her wise. So the reason that she ate of the tree was because she was trying to have desire fulfilled. And when she tried to fulfill her desires by yielding to a false light, she ended up falling into darkness. And obviously, it's affected humankind ever since. The truth is, you and I are in the same battle today. We have a deep desire to be fulfilled. What we have to do is practice resisting the forces of darkness and the false light so that we don't try to fulfill ourselves, listen now, with false light. You see, false light is very powerful. False light is so powerful that upon first tasting it, it feels more satisfactory than the true light. That's why people get hooked on drugs, because the experience they have on drugs feels better to them than being sober. But the after effect of the drugs is a wasted life, families destroyed, peak children ending up being dysfunctional because a child was a because the parent was a drug addict or an alcoholic. So the key to understanding how to resist the false light is to be able to have the spiritual discernment to recognize that it is false. Although it might feel better in the beginning, an illicit relationship, an experience on drugs or alcohol, trying to get rich quick, although at first it seems more fulfilling, it feels more intense. It's like I said last week, it's like a light bulb that gives out a big shout of light right before it goes out. Remember, a big a light bulb right before it goes out, right before it's done, it gets out a big bam of light and then it's over. That's what false light does. Really powerful at first, but it ends in death. As I begin to close, I want to really bring this home. This concept of resisting false light applies, beloved ones, even to the way we release our emotions and our words. A lot of times, for example, things happen that we feel angry about. And sometimes the anger feels so strong, it feels so intense, that every part of us is screaming. We just want to release the anger. We just want to let it all out. We want to scream. We want to cuss. We want to take out the anger on the person that made us feel angry. And we feel that it's going to make us feel better. We feel that we've got to release the anger. We've got to vent it. And if we vent it and release it, we're going to feel better. And let me ask you this question. After you vent the anger, do you feel better? Five minutes later, we don't feel better, right? Maybe for a second, maybe for a second when we 
gave in to the false light that made us feel that we just have to say it, we just have to get it out, we just say the person deserves it, we feel it too strong, it has to be said. We think it's going to make us feel better by venting it, but you know what, beloved? We feel death afterwards. We feel remorse afterwards. The principle of resistance has to do with resisting, beloved, giving ourselves over to false energy, energy that's coming to us as false light, energy like anger, energy, beloved, that makes us want to speak things that shouldn't be spoken. We have to practice resistance. We resist releasing anger. We re resist speaking words of anger. We resist speaking words that you might want to say that would make you closely intimate with somebody that you shouldn't be closely intimate with. You may be dying to say something to someone because you feel so close to that person. You want to be close to that person, but you know what? That person isn't yours. They're not meant to be yours. They're not meant for you to be close with. So you have to resist saying something. You have to resist the energy, and we have to remain beloved in the Word of God and abiding in Jesus. I found in my own life that through resisting anger, my soul was transformed. I'm a very driven person, and so when things get in the way of me going where I want to go, it frustrates me. I just feel anger inside. And when I was younger, I didn't have the discernment to recognize, you need to resist that feeling. You need to resist releasing words of anger. But as God began to teach me and show me that I needed to take responsibility for my anger, that I couldn't blame it on circumstances, that I couldn't blame it on people, when I started resisting the anger, my soul was elevated and transformed. I want to close with this illustration. Consider, beloved ones, a rocket that takes off from Nassau towards the moon. As the rocket takes off, it gets closer and closer to the sun. It's going towards the moon, but as it's heading towards the moon, it eventually gets closer to the sun. And yet, once that rocket gets past the Earth's atmosphere, it doesn't see the sun's light anymore. In other words, it can see the sun, but outer space is black. Have you ever seen a picture of outer space? It's black. It doesn't make sense. Why would a rocket have light on Earth, and the Earth is farther away from the sun, but yet when that rocket gets closer to the sun, past the Earth's atmosphere, space is just black. Why is that? Closer to the sun, but it's black. It's because the rays of the sun have no resistance in outer space. And in order for the rays of the sun to be seen, they have to hit something that resists them. When the rays of the sun hit the Earth's atmosphere, the atmosphere that surrounds the Earth has molecules in it, and when the rays of the sun hit those molecules, which are resistance, light then can be seen. The same thing is true in our lives. God has ordained it to be. That for the Holy Spirit to radiate light through our lives, we must resist. We must resist the forces of darkness, thereby strengthening the power of the Holy Spirit operating through our life and through resisting, beloved, the power of the Holy Spirit is built into our soul and we shine as the lights of Jesus in this world, ascending into His strength, His power, and His victory. Beloved, Jesus said, He that overcomes will inherit the paradise of God. This world is not meant to fulfill our needs. This world, beloved, is meant to fight in. You and I are soldiers of God. Let's resist false light and let's overcome in Yeshua's name.
This is really a life-changing series that I've been teaching on the Law of Resistance. The reason I'm saying that is because of how much it's changed my life. Just to be able to understand spiritual warfare from the dynamic that I've been presenting. You know, one of the ways that we experience resistance is the act of giving, especially when it comes to our finances. We know that Jesus said, give and you shall receive. It's going to come back to you, pressed down, good measure and running over into your lap. But Satan wants to stop us from giving because he wants to stop us from receiving. I just want to encourage you, beloved ones, let's be faithful to the Lord and love him with our finances. You see, all through the Bible, we see that those that love God and knew God honored him with their finances. In fact, the Lord said in the Hebrew Bible, no man shall appear before me empty handed. Beloved, if you believe that the Lord is working in your life through this ministry, I want to ask you today to honor him with a financial gift through discovering the Jewish Jesus. I know you'll be blessed. Thank you in advance. God bless you. I love you and shalom. Here's how you can partner with us. Send your tax deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Donate online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword rabbi to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have been faithful to the Lord with our finances while living. For those of you who like to remember the Lord in your finances when you go to heaven, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm on the Mount of Olives and I want to close the broadcast today by speaking the blessing that Father God said should be spoken over his people. In the book of Numbers chapter 6, the Lord told Moses and Aaron, speak these words over my people and I will place my name upon them and bless them. Vaishmarecha Yair Yahweh Penavelecha Vichunecha Yisa Yahweh Penavelecha Veasem Le Shalom. May Father God, Yahweh, the God of Israel, bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord your Father lift you up by his countenance. And Father God is going to continue, as beloved child, to give you his peace. Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. 
Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Today's episode concludes the series, The Law of Resistance. If you've enjoyed this series and would like to purchase a copy, visit our website or call the number on your screen.